rock isn't dead. It's in flux. Hi, everyone. I'm Britt with Rock and Flux, and I'm joined today by Joelle and Luis of Twin Tribes. Guys, thank you for um, coming back on the show. Hey, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Yeah. So you all have been really busy, um, you know, since you were last on. Can you kind of tell me everything that you've had going on? I know you've done a lot of touring um, and played a lot of different shows. So and you've released um, a new single last month. So can you kind of just, you know, tell me everything that you've been working on? Yeah, since the last time we were here, I think uh, what we, uh, I guess we played a, a couple of festivals. Um, you know, we worked on the album. We released two singles, yeah. and uh, we're getting ready for the release of our third studio album. Yeah, I mean, when, when was the last time that we were on? Gosh, I want to say it was like the spring, like. I think like April, March, maybe of last year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while. But then I saw you all. Yeah. Cause it had to be. Cause then I saw you all. I met you all when you were in Phoenix. And I think that was in May of last year. Yes. Yes. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. I know it really does. Um, and now you're going to be going on tour again in the next few weeks. You're leaving and you're doing. North America, and then also some of South America. Have you all played South America before, or is that going to be you know brand new? Yeah, it's, that's going to be our, our first time. Yeah, first time nice. there. Yeah, uh, South America, Central America, um, and and we have some dates yet to be announced uh, that should okay. go out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to be nice. pretty much everywhere this year. It's going to be nice. a whirlwind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to like? Do you have any expectations or? Like anything that you're particularly looking forward to being playing there the first time? Um, definitely, yeah. We, uh, excited, really excited. Um, you know, I think uh, we have a lot of cities in South America that are in our like top uh, ten or top twenty cities of of listeners. Uh, so, so there's a lot of uh, people that listen to us in these places, and you know, we've never been there. So it's it's really exciting. Yeah, and plus we're gonna be majority of our set's going to be the new album so it's going to be really cool okay. to play it for the first time for for the audience and nice. uh and yeah it, it's a lot of uh you know uh not high expectations but but a little bit of nervousness right yeah. it's it's new yeah, music how it's going to be received live uh but we, we've been working really hard this past month uh you know on our on our live performance and our live show you know rehearsing um so so we're very excited to to kind of hit the road do you all have a release date for the new album is it when when is it expected to be released yeah january 26th yeah january 26th okay yeah the end of the month okay cool so you're like literally releasing it and then going right out to support it basically yeah the the two shows out in pomona are basically our album release shows so so it'll be the 25th and the 26th and uh nice. and yeah the album will be out right then and there that's exciting and i mean that's going to be an interesting you know thing for you all to experience because you're you're releasing it and then you're getting to see their reaction to it live too so yeah that's going to be uh it's, it's going to be, be yeah. an exciting time for you all very cool yeah yeah it's going to be interesting 
And so do you have who's opening for you when you're because I know you you've played with Urban Heat before. I actually had them on the show a few weeks ago. Um, and I know they're opening for you some when you play the States. But who, do you have who's who's working with you when you're in South America? How are you all doing that? Um, not too sure. I think um, okay. I think every promoter has kind of like their own. Uh, local artist yeah yeah okay it's a little tougher you know once once we especially with that being our first time out in the uh Mm -hmm. in that area um right uh it's all going to be new to us so so uh we're for now it's just us that we know of i know that uh, festival in brazil there's some really good there's some really good bands on on those uh on on those lineups i think uh there's plastic noir is is isn't one of them which is I'm really excited cool. to see them live. Uh, Den- yeah. Denuit, I think they're from Belgium. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure from France. France or yeah, or Belgium. Okay. But they're going to be out in one of those shows too. We're kind of meeting yeah. for this festival there in Brazil, so it's it's going to be fun. That is going to be kind of cool too, because then you get to meet new people, like that are other artists. But then you also get to meet new fans. So that's going to be a it's going to be a great experience for you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. for sure. Yeah. Do you have so I mean you have been touring quite a bit over the last year. Do you have any like highlights or you know moments or best like best moments that you would want to share or like reflect on that you know were meaningful? I think from you know this past year, uh, maybe Darker Ways, which was our last show, right? Was yeah, our last show of the year, yeah. and it was probably our biggest show, um, and it was just. Uh, the vibe there, being able to catch other artists. Um, it was just amazing. Yeah, you're on the beach and then you're seeing all these like legendary performers. We got to see Tears for Fears. We saw Devo, Human League. New uh, Order. New Order. We got to hear Chameleons. Cool. We were also doing like media stuff, but we got to hear the oh, Chameleons. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, it's just, you know, one of those days that it, you pinch yourself as like, is, is this real kind of thing? So, right. That's a cool experience. Um, especially because like so many people in one place too, you know, exactly. and to be a part right. of it, it's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, so your, your most recent single you released last month, um, cold cauldron of thorns. Can you kind of tell me about that song and the, and the writing process for it? And is it, should the album should fans expect that the album is going to sound similar to that or should they expect, you know, any differences? Like, is that a good indicator of the music that's going to be coming up? Um, Culture of Thorns is, uh, it's uh, the album's a love song, right? Or love story. And uh, uh, we wrote the music first. Uh, We had it, you know, we had some ideas uh, from a while back and then we just, uh, you know, reworked on them. And once the music came along, um, I think uh, we were going over several titles that we have written. And Joel had this uh, one called Cauldron of Thorns, and it just really caught my attention. Uh, we tried to write around, uh, you know, that name, and uh, okay. it ended up into like this uh, really beautiful love song. Yeah. And have you ever done that before, where you've written to a name of a song? Um, that's a good question. I think it's true. Usually the reverse there, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, no. It, that's why I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is kind of like the first time. It's just because, you know, that even when I wrote that down, because we have like this list of of like titles and 
potential album names and this big Google Doc that we have. And Cauldron of the Lines yeah. was one of those ones that also caught my attention. And, and I'm glad that it caught his attention too, because that was one of my favorite little writings that um, I had put in there. Um, but but yeah, I guess, you know, it's so unique that just phrase, Cauldron of the Thorns. Um, so, so yeah, um, we, we wrote around it and, and it just, it, again, it did end up being one of these just like really romantic songs, but probably one of the more romantic songs that we've written. Um, but I, I don't think it would be an indicator of the entire album. I think, uh, okay. you know, it is very, what, what you can tell from it is like the evolution of our songwriting, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. feel like it's gotten a little bit, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a little bit more is, is what I would say mm-hmm. in this, in this next album, as far as our songwriting goes and the way we're putting together songs. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, either way, like it's, it's, it's just one of those indicators. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a little bit of everything. You know, there's a little bit of everything in this mm-hmm. album. Um, uh, just like instrumentals, like uh, slow songs. Uh, there's a lot of synth-driven songs. Um, nice. And it, it's just uh, totally different if I had to say something. Uh, maybe it's uh, it's also very dancey. Uh, okay. But yeah, just a not totally dark. We try to achieve balance in this album. So like uh the whole light and dark uh yeah well it can't rain all the time right that's the yeah, line exactly. from, from the pro exactly. you know yeah you know perfect uh but and also and i don't know if i may be just hearing this but Luis, i feel like you sing a little bit differently on that song than you typically do a little less deep was that on purpose yeah well um we didn't really plan it uh but yeah i think that the vocals are a little louder in the mix too and it it was more of like pushing my limits, and um, I had really uh, great coaches like Joel and Charlie, our producer, that uh, mm-hmm. helped me kind of uh, you know find find a balance and, and find something that works out for for me and and, and for the album. And uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I never in my life thought that I could even produce those sounds with my voice. <laughs> so um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very fun. Nice. And that, I mean, that's probably an interesting thing as a vocalist as well to figure out like new things that you're actually capable of doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I mean, you've gone through obviously, you know, a, a lot of songwriting processes lately. Who do you feel are your favorite songwriters and your, your biggest inspirations for songwriting? Oh, well, that's, that's hard. Um, there's There's several and... I'm not gonna stick uh, just with uh, you know dark wave. Uh, of one of them, uh, one of my my big songwriters is uh, his name is Gustavo Cerati, and he's a lead singer, was a lead singer and a vocalist for the band uh, Sola Stereo, also a solo okay. artist. Um, I just love his song uh, writing process, uh, always uh, always evolving, always trying something different kept up with music up until like he went a solo artist and you know up until an older age still made relevant music and was very successful and another one super unrelated but uh ben gibbard from death cat for cutie i love uh you know the way that he writes that paints a picture in my my mind and uh it's just like very very descriptive um i don't know what about you uh for me, I mean, the constant in just my whole 
musical persona. It's, it's David Bowie. Uh, I think, okay. you know, just uh, the way he could push boundaries. I think even maybe not for him, but I feel like get out of his, he, he never stuck to one path. So he always had mm-hmm. uh, different ways of, of uh, uh, kind of making music and making his songs. And so um, I take a lot of inspiration out of that, like never get pigeonholed into, you know, oh, this is how you sound. So it's like, no, I'm, we're going right. to sound however we want to sound. And that's how we write our songs, right? We write them for us and what do we like to hear and what would we right. like to play and and um we, it's kind of upon us to kind of like uh you know break those boundaries and, and make ourselves uncomfortable yeah. Luis mentioned you know he, he went out of his comfort zone for singing cauldron of thorns and mm-hmm. you know i was lucky to be there for that process and i thought it was a really cool thing to to experience right but that's how you grow you know, both per- personally and professionally, you don't, unless you kind of challenge yourself, you're not, you know, you, you just kind of stay the same. So that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Don't agree more. What, if, if you had to give advice or like, um, tips to other people who may be starting with songwriting or struggling with it, what has helped you the most when you're, you know, going through the process of writing a song? Um, I, I would say, um, you know, do something that you are going to like and don't have the objective of other people liking this. Don't make a song with the intention of someone else is going to like it. Make a song mm-hmm. with the intention that you're going to like it. And if you like it and you believe in it and you put all your energy into it, it's going to come back to you. Um, so I would say that. And also, don't be scared of starting over. Um, if your idea is not the way it you know, it is in your head, try it again and start over and don't be scared to to just scrap everything. Yeah, that's that's great. Those are great ones. Uh, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to to look for inspiration in in other genres. Like, uh, for example, we're not always like, oh, look at Dark Wave, you know, like these are the ones that that we have to like, we got to listen to these bands to, to get inspiration from them. You can get inspiration from from any type of music, like whether it's jazz, whether it's pop, synth, country, Spanish, Latin music, whatever it is. You know, everything has something to offer, and uh, and and so don't don't be afraid to do that. Like there, and I feel like that's one of those things that maybe can cause you or, or your band to to sound exactly the same as say your influences, right? Um, but. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think I feel like we do a really good job of kind of like taking from everywhere and expanding our our minds to to different types of music and finding inspiration in them. Um, well, yeah, I agree because you don't want to pigeonhole yourself. And and reality is nobody listens to just one. I don't think most people anyway listen to just one thing. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would be too boring. Yeah, absolutely. It, exactly. Exactly. And then everything would really sound the same. So you get inspiration from other ways. And it's also interesting, too, because, you know, you might hear a different type of song, like a harder rock song or even a country song, but figure out a way to to take some of those elements and put it into something that sounds more dark wave. You know, that's the beauty of music that you can do that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What other, what music other, like, obviously, because you, you all are music lovers in general as well. Like, what have you all been listening to lately? Yeah, lately, I've been listening to the new Corbo Hangs album. Um, he's actually, or they're actually based in Phoenix. 
so so a really good recommendation um aside from them i don't know i've been listening to nate no face uh you know uh just it's so aggressive and and punk but then sometimes like he'll like switch it up and it's like some dark wave-ish kind of uh sounds so i've been really digging nate no face recently um nice and uh yeah i think i think that's the oh oh uh the new blue black stuff is really cool too oh cool i just had them on the show oh, too nice yeah they were nice. cool um, yeah we got to tour with them last year you know we got to hear the new song live it was really cool um nice. but uh, uh i think um they're releasing their new album this month too so uh okay. i'm looking forward to all of it being out and being able to listen yeah to it. They're they're good and they're really nice too, which is always a, a mm-hmm. nice thing. Sweethearts, too. yeah. Um, okay, here's so now we're going to get into some more general questions, um, just to kind of get under the hood of twin tribes. So this this question could be it could be for for twin tribes as a whole or you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is a misconception about you? Um, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll do the the personal one. Because it's just the one that comes to mind right away. And it, sure. I guess people see me and they think I'm a dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> me and they're just like, oh, that guy's a dick. <laughs> but in reality, I just have like a resting bitch face. <laughs> I do too. It's, the struggle is real. Yeah. The struggle is real. And right. I feel like we're born with those. So there's really nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so no, I'm actually you know, chill. Yeah. Well, we're mostly shy. We're mostly yeah. shy, so like, I'm pretty sure. you know, yeah. when it comes to not only, you know, fans and stuff like that, like, uh, yeah. but with the uh, other bands, especially, like, we yeah. we uh, tend to like eh, shy away, and, and we won't really. Uh, sometimes we'll be okay to, to approach somebody and be like, hey, like, but uh, yeah. for the most part, we're shy. Try to give everybody their space, and if they want to talk, you can talk to us, but. There is an awkwardness. Yeah. Sometimes it gets misconstrued, I guess. I guess maybe it's for both. Yeah. Yeah. We're not dicks yet. We're actually really cool. Well, I mean, I can attest. I've had you all on the show twice, and you've always been super, super nice to me. And I've met you in person, and you were super nice. So (laughs) I I can attest to the fact that you are are both nice and not dicks. Yeah. who is the most oh well ac- we kind of already talked about this but it's it's a little different what do you think is the most important songwriting tool that you can use a uh, very important songwriting tool like as in gear it could yeah, be gear it bit. could be just you know a, a, like a, a way that you like do you sit down in a room by yourself like you know things whatever it could be anything really um, i think that what i tend to go for first is I think of a rhythm or a pattern and um, it's either, it's, it's usually drums and bass. And I think uh, I isolate everything and just think of, of that. So I guess it, um, okay. my tool would be, you know, it just starts very small. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Bring things in. Uh, what can you say? Like in, in, in waves. Yes. Yeah, start with, start with the drums and bass and um, yeah, small patterns and to build your way up slowly. Yeah, and I guess for me, I, I can say reading um, books. Uh, you know, uh, you'll you'll find you know a lot of words that maybe aren't part of your everyday 
you know, vocabulary, uh, yeah. right? So, so reading is a, a big one for me, I think, uh, and always having something to, to record or write down when inspiration hits. Like for me, mm-hmm. as soon as it, that, that's, that's causing the thorns that kind of came from, I think I was watching a movie, I believe. And one of the characters said, uh, to a person like, Hey, you're just a, you just a little rose in a cauldron of thorns or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or some, something along those lines. And, and so I, I wrote down calling the thorns immediately. I was like, okay, wow, that sounded really cool. Or when you're reading, mm-hmm. like you find specific, you know, uh, specific words or, or kind of phrases, like write them down. Cause, mm-hmm. cause you'll say, ah, I'll write it down later. I'll write the song down later. I have that inspiration now. Right. But you'll forget it. Trust me. You will forget. Oh yeah. Get that as soon as, as soon as it hits. That's right. true. Yeah. Definitely, because I, I, you will forget. That's why notes on the iPhone is like so nice. Yeah. Just like write it down, you know? Exactly, yeah. Um, what advice would you give yourselves five years ago if you could give go back and give yourself advice? <laughs> um, I would say uh, continue, like, you know, building on the, the notes. Uh, the other one is voice notes. Continue to record everything in your phone in voice notes because... That yeah. gave us material for, um, you know, we've used some of these ideas that have just been there in folder. Um, and they're ideas from like three, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. uh, like Joel said, we would always be sharing, um, you know, little voice notes or ideas. And, and that, you know, I would say, you know, keep doing that. <laughs> I would tell myself, don't eat at Lynn's in El Paso on the first tour because <laughs> that's my <laughs> God, just wrecked for the for like oh, how many no. shows like six shows yeah main oh, yeah no. don't do that uh, future self <laughs> food poisoning is the worst <laughs> yeah it's the worst yeah terrible um yeah that's horrible um what has been your biggest challenge so far. As a band, um, biggest challenge. I don't know. I guess um, one one of the biggest challenges was um, maybe touring abroad for. Uh, I think we did like two months, a month here. We rested a week, oh, did wow. a month in Europe, and that was probably the the roughest touring period that that we have done. I think that that's probably been that's a, a huge time. challenge. And then kind of like adapting to to the language barrier and the food and ordering food uh you know uh, it was just uh it was very difficult it wasn't it wasn't like right. a breeze you know it was uh touring yeah. in europe was this was, was rough yeah yeah I mean, you gotta take your lumps right you yeah. know that's just like anything else yeah. uh, um but but yeah totally agree that that was that was it, it was a rough experience but but one that you know we'll never forget either mm-hmm. right it was just it right. great moments too um i, I think the, so one of the hardest things is kind of being away from family is like, mm-hmm. that, that's one of those things that it but it's part of the job right you're, you, yeah. you you've got to tour you've got to get out there um but of course being away from from family is is it's hard especially when we would do it we would be out during holidays so we'd be out and we'd, right. during thanksgiving one time during Two times during Christmas, I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. at wow. the beginning, you know, we're, we're out there during Christmas, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those sacrifices that, uh, that you have to make. It's just a hard one, but, but mm-hmm. it, it comes with the territory. 
Yeah. But and you feel like it's paid off in the end too. Oh yeah. Uh, absolutely. You know? I think so. Uh again, yeah. you know, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable about any type of success without having worked hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true cuz then it makes it more rewarding that you've actually like done put in the effort to do it. Are you do you have any plans to go back to Europe? Um, we, we're still, um, yeah, we, we have some announcements coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, we're definitely having Europe in our, and you'll be better prepared this time. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) We've learned, we've learned since the last time we're there. Yeah. I think the last time you were on, we talked about this too, because it was like, you know, you expect certain things to be a certain way because of how things are here. So like, like. I think the example I used was like, it was like mozzarella, basil, and tomato, which is like a very standard, like the caprese, you know, whatever uh-huh. thing here. And when I was in, I think it was London, they, I, I was going to order it. And she's like, just so you know, that's mixed with mayo. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So I was happy that she let me know that. Cause that's not what we would expect something to be like here. And like, that's really weird to, yeah. to put mayo on that, you know? I mean, just but, in general, when we're over there, like a lot of their stuff like has less sugar. Like there, there's not yeah. a lot of sugar, there's not a lot of fats. We we lost weight. Like we were probably the most <laughs> fit we've ever been uh after our tour in Europe. They, they, we really yeah. uh that's one of the, the positives that we got from out there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Everybody is yeah. we were vegan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of vegan, yeah. a lot of healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my love for sparkling Funny. water started over there. Like I had never really oh, okay. had it, but I guess that's the first thing they offer you. They won't even offer you spill yeah. water. They'll say sparkling water. It's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What's your favorite sparkling water now? Oh my gosh. Um, what's that one that we tried? It's like a pretty popular brand, but I forgot what it's called. Um LaCroix. LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix. We there was like they are good. flavors that we got to try last tour. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. That was good. It's that addictive. Was good. It's other, addictive. The other yeah. fancy one, the liquid death. It's just fancy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. They've, I like the different flavors they have. Like the grapefruit tends to be a good one. Ooh, yeah, exactly. The citrus yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I suggest it. Um, see, it's you, but you learn something new. So now you know you like sparkling water. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Um, so one of the final questions. So what are you most proud of so far of what you all have accomplished? Um, I, I'm most proud of, of the entire project. I'm just uh, uh, proud of the band that, that Joel and I created out of nothing. And that, you know, uh, we were lucky enough that the fans like the music and we're here because of the fans. Uh, but yeah. I'm just proud of, of you know everything that you know there's a lot of moments where uh we had to put in a lot of um, you know uh, time and, and time away from family and, and, and our own money and like uh, just the, the whole project in general it was just a huge investment yeah. in ourselves and uh really really happy in the direction that it's going yeah yeah and, and i'm proud of the connection that the fans have made with the music I think um, that's one of those things that you hope will last, you know, even after we're gone is, is that, that connection to the music and hopefully, you know, fans will pass that on to, to their 
you know, sons and daughters, or they'll pass it on to, to the younger generation right. after them. And, um, and I feel, at least I'd like to think that, you know, our, our music has resonated enough to where it will last after, after, you know, everything's said and done. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that, I mean, that isn't that like another beautiful thing about a song is that it, it remains even no matter what, you know, it's like once it's out there, it's, it's out there and people can find it years later and like it, right. you know, like kids today are finding David Bowie and still listening to his music or the cure. Like that was a conversation that came up yesterday and that music still remains and people still connect to it, which is, you know, it's such a, I think it's such a powerful thing that I hope people appreciate. I don't know if they do it enough, but you know, it's a lot harder nowadays, right. With, you know, the constant yeah. kind of barrage of, with new music and new bands and right. so it can be tough but uh it's very much appreciated when when somebody can kind of connect it, it, at that level of course mm-hmm. yeah right Hopefully. right exactly definitely so any last things that you would like to say to either fans who are listening or people who maybe have not you know maybe become a new fan to you all um from listening to this any any last thoughts that you would want to share or updates or news or anything like that updates sure yeah um you know we you mentioned the tour we're going to be touring um at the end of the month starts here on the west coast on the 25th 26th in pomona our album release shows and we're gonna be all up the west coast um and uh look for new announcements for you know midwest east coast dates European dates. We've got a lot of new announcements coming up. And uh, so, nice. so follow us on social media, mainly Instagram. Will we move the most? Um, or on our yeah. website, twin tribes.com. And it's twin tribes on Instagram too, right? Yeah. Yes. Twin underscore tribe yep. on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, and then we're just really excited to get back on the road, of course, and uh, tour behind the new album. And we hope the new music is pleasurable. I expect it will be. I have high <laughs> expectations. So I'm looking forward to hearing it. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you guys. It's been uh, it's been great to have you back on the show and, and to talk to you. I wish you the best of luck and um a great tour ahead and a safe tour. And um I look forward to hearing the new album. So thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for having us, Brady. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.